friend and welcome back to another edition of Love Someone, my podcast. I have had such a great time this year doing these podcasts. I love talking to people on the air, but when you hear a call on my radio show, it's usually only two or three minutes long. And sometimes people have a lot more to share than we can cram into two or three minutes. And so we decided to do these podcasts so that I could talk to people in depth about things that matter. Now, there are some podcasts that are political in nature, some all about sports, some about cars. There's some really amazing podcasts out there. I mean, anything you are interested in, you can find a podcast about. But what we focus on is talking to real people about ways to make a real impact in the world. A lot of times we wait for someone else to fix it. We wait for the county to fix it or the state to fix it or the government to fix it or the church to fix it. We wait for other people to step in and fix huge problems. Climate change, pollution, animals dying off and becoming extinct, uh, human trafficking, something we're going to talk about today. We're waiting for somebody to fix these things. But in reality, we have to be the change that we want to see in the world. We have to be willing to step outside of our comfort zone and make a difference. Make a difference in our corner of the world. Today in the studio with me is a woman who has been doing that for decades It's hard to believe, um, but Natasha Bedingfield has been singing and speaking out against human trafficking for a couple of decades now, which is really weird because she's so young and so beautiful and so, so sassy. Uh, If you you met her, if you were to meet her, you would think she was probably 20, 21 years old. Um, But she's been around the block three times, maybe four. And today she's going to spend some time talking about her new music, talking about her baby, talking about her family, talking about her brother, who is a dear, dear friend, Daniel Bedingfield, and talking about human trafficking. It's a bigger problem than most people know. It's one of those dirty little secrets we don't want to talk about. When people talk about slavery, they talk about slavery in the past tense. But did you know there are more people enslaved today than at any other time in the history of our world? Uh, Natasha is going to shed a little light on that. But before we get started in this wonderful conversation, I want to acknowledge the folks at the Home Depot. They make this podcast possible. I appreciate the Home Depot, not just as an advocate, but As a devoted customer who loves shopping there, they have everything I need, everything you need to make your home what you want it to be. If you've got company coming to visit next month for Thanksgiving, now's the time to get your home ready. If that includes new carpeting, the Home Depot has what you need. You'd be amazed at how many choices the Home Depot has. And once you choose the style that's right for a room or two, or more in your home, you can rely on them as your no-hassle carpet installer. 
And there's free installation if you spend $499 or more before November 6th. I've seen them do great work. Moving furniture, carpeting stairs, they do it all. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. With me in the studio is somebody that I have known from a distance for probably 20 years, 18 years. Wow. I have seen pictures of you at a hospital bedside when you were (gasps) nurturing somebody back to health. Wow. But this is the first time I've met you face to face. That's amazing. Because you're really great friends with my brother. I Yeah, and he loves you. I love your brother like like my own child. Yeah. I truly I, I feel do. like he feels that the same with you. When I yeah. met him, there was such an instant connection. Uh, by the way, for those of you, <laughs> for those of you listening to this uh, broadcast, I'm talking with Natasha Bedingfield. Hi, <laughs> who's gorgeous? Thank you. You are just naturally beautiful, and we're going to talk about your new music. Yes. We're going to talk about your old music. We're going to talk Perfect. about your new baby. Yeah. We're probably going to talk about your mom and her ministry and what it. you do with stopping child trafficking and sex trafficking. We're going to talk about all of that. Great. And my brother, who is But we're going to lead with also, your brother. Like, is also a singer. Actually had two hits before I did had around the world. Two amazing yeah. hits and amazing yeah. world tour. Daniel Bedingfield, uh, who is one of the most talented human beings I have ever met. Absolutely. I I mean, I, like he, like when you see him on stage, he makes so much sense because on stage, he's just, he is on off stage. He's a larger than life character. He is. He's, but did you ever see Mozart Amadeus? Yes. When they were saying, just take, it's too busy. Take some of those notes out. He's like, (laughs) I can't take uh, no. notes out of a song that is created. I can't yeah. I can't be less. Yeah. I am That's right. the song is what it is. That's right. I think I think people Daniel love is to like contain that. people. I don't yes. know why people love to categorize and to contain to label to contain. Yeah, and it's impossible to do that with him. He's It's he's impossible really to do it that. with anyone, but especially yeah. with Daniel. Exactly. And he was my older brother. That's why I grew up with him and I grew up just like learning everything off him. He's very generous and he taught me how to sing and He was a star from the moment he was born. Uh, And I knew you were going to be very famous, Natasha, because when I met Daniel, he was a teenager. Yeah. Oh, wow. He was not yet 20. And you were a kid. Yeah. And he was saying, he said to me, if you think I'm talented, wait until you hear my little sister. Isn't that, that's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, but, but you're in the spotlight right now. He goes, I know, I know, I know. But wait until you hear my little sister. That's amazing. That's so beautiful to hear that because he. He like taught me everything I know and he was hard on me sometimes. Like he like, he was like, he had Do high standards yeah. for me, but that's why. Cause he, he, yeah. he saw me as he, he knew what I was capable of, I think. And was it it's hard? Amazing. He's like a dad to me. Well, he's, yeah. a, I don't know if he's like a he's dad. He's two years to older than me. <laughs> but he is, he is a force to yeah. be reckoned with for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Aww, he's, so he's lovely. genius. Yeah. And uh, and I knew that I was going to love you because just all the lovely things he said. But he shared pictures of you with me for years That's and amazing. he shared your mom with me. That's so cool. Isn't that so, so he cool? gave you my mom's number? He did. Yeah. Uh, Daniel was very um, kind. Mm. And when he saw the energy level of my two young children, mm. they were like, you know, yeah. five and six or something mm. ridiculous. Younger than that. They were you know, in diapers or something when, Mm -hmm. when we first met and he came to the house, Mm. I have the house where my studio is now and I had a trampoline in the yard and he played on that trampoline for hours with my children. That's great. Yeah. 
and he he saw that my boys had some unique character traits. Mm. He said, "Please call my mother because she's a, such please an call my mother. Yeah. She is such a good counselor and she's such an expert, and yeah. she helped me to navigate and to avoid um, letting the doctors put them on medicine." All of his young life, I never once allowed the doctors. You had uh, a feeling, you had a sense to put mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. because of in part of your mom, what your mom taught me, and she mm-hmm. sent me literature and had me read books and mm-hmm. and learn about uh, you know the side effects of the medication to f- fix ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm ADHD. I don't want yeah. them fixed. It's what allows yeah. me to to juggle my life and live my life. So, but your mother is lovely. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're a mom. I'm a mom. I'm and I waited a, lot, a while like I had like full already full career uh, like I got I had this married for 10 years and then and then I just had a baby and it's amazing. I don't know why I was waiting so long. <laughs> so let me ask you yeah. this Natasha yeah. Bedingfield who's had how many hits and mm. great success and you're beautiful how much more Full is your heart, your life, your soul since becoming a mama? I mean, it's it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And I also feel so much more in touch with people in general because I know now what people go through and what it takes. And um, my my little son is such a joy. So I've, What's his name? His name's Solomon. Yeah. And he's almost two? Yeah, he's going to be two in three months. And um, I mean, man, I can't imagine... Like, that's the hard thing. Like when you open your heart to love is that you can lose, something can happen. Like, you know, you you can lie awake thinking of the terrible things that can happen to your child. But you don't want to focus on that stuff, of course. But like, I feel like I never really, I didn't want to love somebody that much. Isn't it terrible? Like I would keep, I kept my heart a bit closed because I didn't want to. It's not terrible. It's true. You know. Why would we purposefully set yeah. ourselves up to be crushed like that? Yeah, but that's love. And that's that is the thing love. is you're not living life if you if you close down. And I think, I guess I was living a bit closed down. So for, for me, now that I've opened up to having this little being in my life who I can't control, I can't predict, I, I can just love and he will love me, but I feel like I, there's a new flow in my life. It's, it's really interesting. Like there's just this energy. So tell me you know. how that translates in your music, because now so, you've got yeah. a new song out. Yeah, so I signed a record deal. I got offered a deal. I, I left my label, um, and then I got offered this amazing indie deal by Linda Perry, um, and we wrote Who's an album amazing. together. She's incredible, and the album just came together in such a talk quick, about genius. It just felt like yes, yeah, such a genius too. And the flow was just not try hard. And you, as you hear the album, you can hear it's not. It just isn't try hard. And a lot of pop music, it, you, you can get in that zone where you start being safe, where you're like, oh, this is a guaranteed hit. Like no one can guarantee a hit, but you start kind of writing a bit like that with these kind of executive label people like saying what people want. Have you and, seen the video? You know, it was on YouTube. It, it's gone around social media mm-hmm. where two guys play every song that's been a hit in the last five years. Yeah. And they all sound like the same chords. With the exact same two chords. And I'm like, whoa, you don't even realize how formulaic. So formulaic, yeah. Everything has become. And it's it's just staying in a safe zone. And 
I mean, that's just you. You're not growing if you kind of do that. So, so tell me about uh, "Roll with Me." Tell me ab- yes. about some of the songs. Okay, so "Roll with Me." Um, what's fun about this album is it is really fun, but I also got to talk about some of the stuff that really matters to me. So Example. I, so there's a song called "Hey Papa," which says, "Hey Papa, what's the news? Um, what's going on in the world? This is there's some crazy stuff. Like every time you wake up in the morning, every time I wake up in the morning, I look at my phone and then I'm like, oh, what bad news am I going to see? As well, like I'm almost afraid to look at my. Phone. You know how you unfollow people that are yeah. negative. I have <laughs> stu- I have me. unfollowed a lot of news feeds yeah. that yeah. used to come into my phone because I would wake up and then I would be instantly terror exactly. terrified exactly. or or in a negative yeah. kind of. Not that I don't want to be aware of what's going mm. on, but I can't be inundated every day with negativity. Yeah, and there's um there's a the first line of the song says kids and guns starting out so young we normalize and empathize and then hold our hands over our eyes. So like this, it's like this, there's been so many gun shootings this year. When you hear about so many, it almost desensitizes you and you can end up like just like burying your head under the blankets and just not even doing anything about it. And so um, it's great because I never really talked about stuff like that um, in my last albums. They were all just about personal like relationships and stuff and fun things. So now that you've been married 10 years. Yeah. And now I've had a kid and now I I, I care about things more, but I feel like I've got a microphone in front of my face and I have the freedom because I'm on an indie label too. Um, And I'm working with someone who also cares about that kind of stuff too. So I just, I feel that's quite a release for me because I've definitely had that thing that a lot of women feel that I mustn't be that angry woman or I mustn't be like, I mustn't rock the boat. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> so let's rock a few boats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's rock a few boats and talk about uh, another thing I know you're passionate about, trafficking, human oh, yeah. trafficking. Yes. That rocks boats. Yeah. You know why? Because we love to celebrate that we are a free society. We love to, you know, England and America, that we are democracies and that we, 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 that we abolished slavery. But the problem is that a lot of the companies that we buy all our products from are not accountable and they don't check and they and they purposely stay ignorant about the fact that they use a lot of slave labor to make all of their products and yeah nobody wants to believe that no but this is shocking there's more slavery today than there ever was when i crazy and we celebrate anti-slavery i i go to uh west africa Mm. at least twice sometimes three times a year Mm. and um I go to the slave castles where humans were exported as chattel, 60 million wow. over the course of 300 years. And I see people weeping. I see mm. people crying. I see mm. people going back to their roots and uh, trying to wrap their head around it. And I stand there screaming, but it's going on today. Right. That's right. There are more right. slaves today. There are yeah. more people being trafficked today than ever in mm. the history of our world. Mm-hmm. And then we celebrate things like 4th of July, Independence Day, and we talk about the amazing Constitution, and we talk about all these freedoms that we have. While we neglect to pay attention to the fact that thousands of children go missing every year. That's right. Tens of thousands of human beings are trafficked, not just across state lines, but country to country. There's a whole network. And when you go up and down the corridors on Mm. either coast— there's people every day being trafficked through the truck driving stops. Right. You know, they're in they're 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 enslaved and we close our eyes to and it. And because it's in a different country, 
and you know, but it's not. Can, but it's not. You're right. It's not. You're right. It's right here too. It's but right because here. People can't see it. Like people like to focus on the nice and fluffy and like I'll tell you a funny example. My mum, because she found out about that a lot of chocolate companies use slave labor to make the chocolate. And when you talk to them, they're like, they're like, oh, we don't, we can't really tell. You know, they 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 purposely don't know about it. We outsource um, our chocolate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, we just buy it in bulk. We yeah. don't own the plantations. Exactly. Where... So she told us, she told, she did a press release and said that our family are all fasting chocolate. Um, well, she didn't check with us and chocolate happens to be my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was like, um, sorry, mom, I'm not fasting chocolate. Pick another, pick another food. There are chocolates you know, though you can find. There that are. are. There are fair trade chocolates. Yeah, fair trade yeah. chocolates that yeah. are delicious, especially dark chocolate. But this is why it's so hard is because we love, we love, you know, we love our mobile We don't want to know that our soccer balls that our kids are kicking around were sewn by four-year-olds. Exactly. We don't want to know exactly. that the jeans that yeah. you're wearing are sewn by men and women imprisoned for not violent crimes. Yeah. And they're making they 25 go. cents an hour to to make the jeans that you're wearing. We don't want to think about that. Man, I don't want to think about it. right now. Preach it. <laughs> I don't, I truly don't want to think yeah. about it. No, I know. I don't. Yeah. But it's no. true. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's such a per- horrific, yeah. pervasive problem, and nobody yeah. wants to talk about it. But yeah. you're you and your mom and well, your brother yeah, and my brother. And uh, there's a company that I've been. Um, so the name of the, with... the 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 ministry that. Well, the... my mom's ministry is called. Uh, it's it's a charity called Global Angels, but she works very closely with Stop the Traffic. And then there's another one, um, a guy called Justin Dillon, and his charity is called Freedom F R. DM freedom with no vowels and what he does is he works on talking with companies to keep them accountable because companies have realized oh my gosh we are going to be in trouble when people figure it when out people figure out yeah and it's just like the or- organic food like if there's enough demand for something then suddenly you see a whole aisle full of organic food and so his thinking is look if companies could know like that this is important to people that's where our power is you know because these companies are just doing what they think people will accept I, I talked to um, my friend who runs the charity Freedom that I mentioned. And he said that, like, we did a um, documentary together called Call and Response. And we were, this is about 10 years ago. And we were talking about this issue because nobody knew about it 10 years ago. There's definitely a lot more awareness. But what he said is that in England and in Australia, there was a law passed that makes companies have to be responsible for what, at least on with this level, with you know, with companies, at least they have to be responsible for the people who work for them into making their products, so that they're pay- paid a fair wage. Yes, so it's an act that was passed that makes wow. it legal that they have to. So that's just good news because it means very that we news. are making progress and that pressure from the public does actually work. And so that's the kind of stuff that we need to see happen in America. And I think that one of the things that I, you know, people are struggling so hard. Everyone listening here, we all have our own issues that we're dealing with. Not to mention, let's talk about all the stuff that's happening in other people's lives, but also our own lives. I think it's it, sometimes we just get overwhelmed and people feel apathetic, like my voice doesn't count. So m- something that's important to me is that people, that my music would encourage people to feel like their voice counts and that you should. we all need to get involved and we are in a democracy and the, basically people love to take people's power away and to make you feel like you're just nothing and that you just don't have a voice. But we do have a voice. And so the more active we get, the more can change can happen. Amen. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. So we're bouncing around here, but let's get yeah. back to uh, Roll With Me. 
I love it. Thank you. Let's get, bring it back to my album. <laughs> yeah, bring it back to your album because I want to learn more. I want to hear more about some of the singles that we're going to be hearing from there. Thank you. Yeah, okay, Roll With Me. How did it get its name? Um, I wrote a song called Roller Skate with Linda Perry, and it's about um, just being in London and growing up and roller skating. We talk about all these, he you know, like big world life-changing things that are terrible, but it, it is just great to have music that makes you feel good. And one of the things that I loved being in London was roller skating, growing up with my brother, who we've talked about, Daniel, and he would be roller skating and I'd be trying to catch up with him. And um, it's it's great you for couldn't. kids to there find There's no way to catch up with your brother. No, he's he is. He's larger than life. I could never catch up with him. No, not on yeah. roller skates unless Nothing. you, you know, had roller skates that had like a jet pack on the side that you could. Yeah, and he, have might, you and he those... might say that I'm amazing, He's that I'm better than him, but it's not true. He's actually the most talented person I've ever met. Have you seen those jet ski things, those jet packs that you can sh ride above water on? Yes. Funny enough, my sister wrote, um, there's, a, there's a whole commercial with those in them that she wrote the theme tune to. Really? She's also a songwriter. My sister is also, I have to say, also the best songwriter and singer in the world. So wait until that, you hear that's her. What, that's what Daniel <laughs> said about you. Now your Nicola, sister. Nicola. Yeah. Nicola so you, you, Just like your folks just have like major talent DNA. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. But my brother also, I have two, a brother and a sister who are both incredible singers. But I think that if you have... If you kids need creative stuff, if you, if kids have access to learning how to do like music, if kids are brought up around music, then I think that all kids are musical. The, that everyone not. is. No, after raising as many kids <laughs> as I've raised, I can tell you are that is not musical? true. No. Uh, oh yeah, several of my children yeah. were very very yeah. musical, and some are theatrical, and some have the dance gene mm -hmm. and can dance like rhythm, 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 and some aren't. And there's a, a verse that says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. Mm. And most people take that to mean train up a child in a church or in a particular religion. Mm. And I agree with that. I mm. think that you need to give your children a firm foundation. Or to have morals. Uh, yeah. Kindness. Kindness yeah. and morals yeah. and a mm. moral compass and mm. saying, but I also think it means train up a child in the way they should go. They individual. Mm. They every, every, I believe every child has gifts that are unique to them mm. in different measures and different combinations. And my, one of my most important jobs as a parent is to find what that is and then train them up in it. Mm. So that when they are old, they will be true to to who they were meant to be. And it's some parents, you know, that. say you're going to be a lawyer or no, you no, need no. to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. But if you mm -hmm. see in your son a passion for music, mm -hmm. I know you're going to sign him up for drum lessons yeah. or guitar totally. lessons or piano lessons. Or if you see... You're right. A lot of people try and actually like their kids, they try and give them the opportunities they never had. It's like, well... You know, like they never got to go to college. So they're like, you will go to college or you you are going to be a football player or you. Yeah. No, yeah, I think no. that's important not to do that. But if, if you see that your son loves to yeah. kick a soccer ball around. Exactly. Yeah. Then it's your responsibility to make sure. Yeah. That has their fair trade soccer balls. <laughs> 
love and that he gets on a around. field yes. uh, and learns yeah. how to kick a soccer ball. So, That's right. That's so the, speaking of kick it, tell me about oh, kick, kick it. it. I love how we've you been, like that. <laughs> we've been kicking it with you yeah. before any other radio station. I might, I might add that is true. And kick it. Um, that's that's the single. It's like not even a typical pop song. It's it's definitely like, but there's something about it that it's just got this energy and it, and it's talking about making a relationship last. Um, how do you do it? You do whatever it takes. How do you it do it? You've you've done it well, for ten. Kick ten... it has a few meanings. We we actually Google kick it because it's kind of a cool word yeah. and it means hanging out exactly. But it also means like letting go of stuff. Also kick just it to the curb. literally kicking. Yeah, exactly. Or kicking a football. But like my husband, he was great. He he said actually yeah. You know, you when you when you make a relationship last, you have to do the things that are fun that you used to do. You have to hang out with each other, put the time in, fall you, in love again, fall in date love, keep again, falling in love. Especially when so you have kids. So now that you have a toddler, yeah. is it hard to 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 date your husband? It really is. I, there's a book called uh, what's it called? Uh, and Baby Makes Three, which is actually kind of awesome, and it talks about how like you have to keep your relationship strong as well because that's important for your kid. It's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was away from my husband for a, a week with my son. He was touring with me in Germany. And when we got back um, all together, like, we're lying in bed. He's lying in between us. And he was like, Mama, Dada, Mama. Like, he was like, he want, He was so excited. He's only got a few words, but he was so excited about the fact that we were all together. All together. Yeah. And he was relishing that. Yeah. Natasha, hold that thought as we hear from one of the sponsors that makes this podcast possible. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com.
Welcome back to Love Someone with Delilah. Today, we're talking with Natasha Bedingfield, and we continue our conversation now. So when you had your child, did you suddenly understand your mom a lot more? I did. I did. I, and I felt so much grace um, and so much um, gratefulness. And also just I've thought about single mothers and, and how like just incredible women are and how incredible bodies are. And I felt more love for my body and acceptance. And um, I called my mom when yeah. my son was about a week old. Did you? And I said, thank you. Mm. She said, for what? I said, for everything. Yeah. I had no mm-hmm. idea how much you loved me until mm. now. And I also, I also like say, I just say thank you to my son. Like I like that he, I, I love the idea that he chose me maybe somehow. Like he like chose me as his mom or God chose me as his mom. But I, um, God I love the whole world over. Yeah, and I just, I just want to have gratitude. Even if I feel anxiety or like that I might mess up as a mom or whatever, I just try and be grateful of like, thank you for each moment. And you will mess up. I will. I know. You're human. Well, one of the songs actually on the album is called King of the World. And it's actually saying that around my son, I feel like I'm king of the world. Like, I feel like he sees me right now in that infant stage. He sees me as like. Enjoy it. Because when they hit 15, 14, 15 years old, all of a sudden you become a big dummy head. I know. And I've got friends who have teenagers. So I like hear all those stories and I'm like, like, somebody told me like, you know, there's so much cynical stuff, but like basically your job as a parent, you're just letting them down slowly. Yeah. But (laughs) here's the thing. Expect in life. You've got all this Natasha Bedingfield. You've got all these videos. You've got all this history. You've filled stadiums. Your brothers filled stadiums. I'm sure your sister's filling stadiums. You've got thousands of followers, I'm sure, on social media. But when your kid hits 14 or 15, you will not be cool. (laughs) I know. It's crazy. Nope. That's that's just and you'll get mom yeah and it becomes like a three syllable word mom and you're not allowed to kiss them and hug yeah, them mom. anymore. Mom, <laughs> like what? Yesterday I was yeah. your superhero. Yeah, king of the world. That's why, like, I'm like I say to my husband, I'm like, give your mom a cuddle right now. Like, tell her something nice. Yeah. <laughs> Natasha Bedingfield, thank you for spending this time here in the studio with me. I know that your music is available everywhere. I am glad you're back in the studio. I'm glad you're recording again. But I'm really, really glad uh, that God is blessing you and your husband and your baby and your life. Thank you for coming and spending time here on Love Someone with Delilah.